Now, most years, uh, we ask uh, children, um, younger and older children, uh, but children particularly, um, to, to show us um, some presents on Christmas Day. Now, uh, we have said this year that we've encouraged people to bring a present that's still wrapped up. So has anyone got any presents? If, you, if you've already opened them, you can bring them up later, don't worry. But has anyone got any presents that are still wrapped up? Come and bring them up. Bring up your wrapped presents. Okay. Let's come and see all your wrapped presents. Good, okay, well, we've got a good, good variety of sizes here. Yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah, okay, nice, quite light. Right. Well, oh, yeah, look at that one. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, good. Oh, brilliant. Right, well, could you go and sit back down with your wrapped presents? Great, thank you. Thanks for bringing them. Yeah, oh, wow, look at that one. That's nice, isn't it? I wonder what's in there. Good, yeah, right, if you sit down with them, brilliant, that's good. Just a minute, I know every year we do this and and we we open the presents. Why, why, don't you want to open your presents, kids? Would you like to do that? Do you think they they should? Do you think they should? What's the problem? I don't don't need any presents. I'm, I'm fine without presents, I just don't need them. And they're, and they're probably all boring anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure no, I that I know are. what's inside them. And some of them are quite light. No, but, and but, They're but, probably just boring presents. No, I don't think so. Do you think that I don't think they would be? I mean, it's, it's all right for you to have presents. I wish I could share your excitement well, about but, presents. Uh, it's all right for you, but I don't. I just, they're not for me. Really? Sorry, John. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a shame. And, I mean, I was let down by a present once. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, oh, that's sad. And uh, I just can't accept that they could be any good. I just, they're just going to disappoint me. But, but Dan, I've got you a present this morning. Here it is, look. Oh. It's, it's all wrapped up in lovely silver paper and everything. So look, I'd like to give you this present. So are you going to open it? Well, thank you, John, but really, I'm not even sure gifts exist. Well, I, I just one. don't believe in presents. <laughs> well, I'm simply I'm, not interested. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Maybe we can um, do something about that somehow. Well, I don't know whether it's going to end here. <laughs> we'll see as we go through. Now, look, we know, don't we, that one reason we, um, we give presents to one another at Christmas is because Christmas is about how God gave us something. God gave us himself. He gave us his son. The Bible says that God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. And so we celebrate. It's great to give gifts, whoever we are, whether we believe in God or follow Jesus or not. But as Christians, especially on Christmas Day, we, we just want to be excited about the gift God has given of his son. Sometimes treat him like we've just treated those presents. Uh, maybe you're not even interested in hearing about the gift God offers you because you don't accept that God exists. Or maybe uh, you're open to whether God exists or not, but you ignore what he offers you because you feel like you're okay without it. You don't need whatever it is that God has to offer. Could it be possible that you've dismissed God and his gift of his son Jesus before you actually really understood what it was that God was offering you. Or maybe you've not actively rejected him. Maybe you've not actively rejected God's gift. It's just that life happened. Things got in the way. Before you knew it, you'd abandoned the gift God offers you. Could God be calling you today 
I'm still here. I still want to give you the gift of life in my son. Well, please take a seat. That song really cheered me up, you know? And I think maybe it might be a good time to open some presents even before all the children walk out. Amazing. Um, A conversion has happened. (laughs) It was such a joyful song, wasn't it? So, so do you want to, do you want to come up and see if you want to show us some presents again? We'll actually open them this time, I promise. Yeah. So let's let's come and open some presents. Some presents to be opened. Oh, right. Right, great. Okay, what have we got? Oh, should we start here? What's this? We start with that one. Oh, do you want to open it? Should we, we look at this one as I was well? Open it then. Can we look at two places at once? Yeah, I, think I reckon. So. What have you got? Go on, every, why doesn't everyone open them? Go for it, boys. Yeah, oh, go on. that's good. Some, some cars. Excellent. A box. What you got, what, what you got over there, Dan? Yeah. A watch. Cool. What okay. Oh, I should say, don't. You can unwrap your presents, oh, but brilliant. don't open them or start brilliant. using them yet, okay? A puzzle. A oh, puzzle. wow, look at that bag. Okay. Excellent. Excellent, okay, that's exciting. What, so you got, what oh, do you want to say what it is? Sorry, I, didn't hear. I got the got? Secret Life of Pets. The Secret Life of Pets, what have you got? I got oh, two birdies. Two birdies, wow. Fantastic. A box, a suitcase, yeah. A watch. A watch. What's that? A watch. Wow. The Secret Life of Pets. Wow, that's great DVD. Right, now, but don't play with your presents yet, okay? Okay. You can't play with them, or you can't wear your bag. You can't wear your bag yet. Oh, right. (laughs) I mean, we could put them on the table, but... Yeah, you can put them on the table. We'll we'll play with them in a minute, don't worry. A bit later on. Do you want to put them on the table, or do you want to take them back with you? Take, Take them back. back. Okay, keep sit down keep then. You bring them back in a minute. Okay, right. But no playing with them. Maybe they were getting mixed up with the offering there. But um, okay, so well, what about my present then, Dan? You're gonna can you open that now then? Well, I'm not sure. Oh, I think you'll like it. Do you I think don't you know what it is. It? I, I don't even know whether I will like it. Do you think you'll like it? Yeah. Do you think Dan should open his boring. present? You think he should? Could, could, could someone come and help me guess what it is, actually? Yeah, come on. come on. What, what do you think it is? Help me guess what it is. What is it? Oh. What do you think it is? I think it feels a bit boring, don't you? Boring? I wouldn't get no. your boring present. Close. Hey, oh. what's going on? Oh, are we open opening it, it are we? <laughs> that's oh, all right. Oh, wow. There you are. What is it, then? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that's just a load of fabric. No, it's... No, it, no, oh, it's a par- no, I don't think so. It's fantastic. It's a parachute. I think, no, come on. That's, I think, I no. think, okay. You that's w- just a boring load of fabric. It's nice colours and everything. Oh, no. But, no, I'm, yeah, okay. Maybe you think it's a well, parachute, but, but shall I have it? <laughs> shall I have it back? Thank you. Good. No, thanks, John, but, but you it's know. a parachute game and everything. It's, it's great. Parachute games are good, aren't they, everyone? I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I really, you know, why have a present that you know is really good? Why have a present like that and just not open it and use it? I just don't understand. I'm confused. Maybe I'll find out later. It is a bit silly, isn't it? And then just looks at them and just puts them on the side and never plays with them or uses them. Whoever does that? And yet we can be a bit like that with God, can't we? I realise that doesn't work if your present is a photo or a painting or something, so you can just go with me. But we can be a bit like that with God, can't we? Some of us might get as far as unwrapping God's gift of his son, Jesus, 
We might get as far as unwrapping the gifts. Yeah? <laughs> That's a nice bag, isn't it? <laughs> Great. Um, we show more interest than those who reject it completely, maybe. We take a look at what it is. Maybe we read the true stories about Jesus. It's a really nice bag. In the Bible. Perhaps we go to a children's group at church. Maybe we go on an alpha course. My point is that we look at God's gift. We maybe even examine it. We study it for many years. But then we leave it there. We never actually take the game out of its box and play with it. We never actually take the book and open it and read it. Why is that? Why are some of us like this? If you identify with this category of people, why do you think you've never really gone beyond just looking at God's gift of his son Jesus? Did you miss how good the gift is that God offers you? Did you think you didn't need it or want it? Let me tell you a story about a boy called Toby. Toby was given a wonderful present once, though Toby didn't realize it. He unwrapped the massive box and he saw this bright, colorful picture of a train, a Thomas the Tank Engine train, and and a scene around it. Toby looked at this picture and he saw Thomas pulling some carriages and there were some other trains, even diesel trains. There was a station with people on it and a controller who was on the platform with his whistle. There was a bridge where the train track went over a river with a coal barge on it. There were trees and animals in the fields. There was a crane to load goods onto a special freight train. And there was a water tower. And the problem was that Toby looked at this picture for a while. And he thought, that's a nice picture. But I'm not really into pictures. And he left it at that. Toby had misunderstood the present completely. Toby mistook it just to be a picture. And he never opened the box and experienced the hours of fun of playing with his train set. Hello. Is it possible that any of us have responded to God's gift of his son in the same way that Toby responded to his train set? You unwrapped it years ago, perhaps, but put it on the side, mistaking it for something less than it truly is. Why would you not take another look and see if you're not missing out on experiencing something even more amazing than Toby's train set? And I should add that there's more at stake with our response to God's gift than just whether we enjoy something or miss out on it. The consequences of failing to receive God's gift go way beyond that. We're talking of life or death. How I respond to God's gift of his son matters for eternity. Might it not be worth one more look at this present? To see what it really is. Maybe you could take that fresh look by joining the Alpha course in January, January the 5th, a couple of weeks' time. Maybe you've already been on an Alpha course and you'd appreciate speaking, uh, talking with someone else to help you take that fresh look. And uh, we'd be really thrilled to kind of help you in doing that. But do think about examining that gift once more. See what it really is and uh, before you miss out on it. We're going to stand and sing our next song now, a song celebrating that this gift is good news to the whole world. We've seen something of that already in the the first video we've had, and we'll see a bit more of it later. This is news to take out to the whole world. So let's stand and sing our next carol, Joy to the World. I've come to see that we shouldn't just leave gifts on the table, really, should we? We should get them and enjoy them and use them and play with them. 
So does anyone want to come back up with their presents? Yeah, come on, if you've got a present, if you've bought a present this morning, come up, even if you haven't been up yet, you're actually going to get to play with it now and we'll have a look and see what they really are and have some fun using them. So if you've got a present, bring it up. Let's have a look. What have you got? What you, we okay, got? What we, got? we might struggle to play with your DVD, mightn't we? All right. But that's good. Oh, tell us about this, Bethany. Nice. Nice? It's yeah, nice. it's a nice, okay. like a ballerina. Looks a bit like, well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> You've watched it. What's it? What happens in it? Oh, you haven't watched it. Oh, okay, so it's a DVD. What's the DVD called? Secret Life of Pets. What do you think it's about? Yeah. Pets. Pets, yeah, that's a good guess, yeah. isn't it? Let's have a look at the, what, So, William and Henry, what have you got over there? What, what have you got there? Tell us. Oh, tell Dan. Tell Dan what you got. Watches. Watches. You both got watches. And are, are they at the right time? What time do they say? Three past twelve. Three past twelve. Well, yeah, well, that's uh, about... Sounds like they could be adjusted. Yeah, okay. Why not stick them on and enjoy them? How about that? And if anyone needs to know the time, just ask William and Henry. What got another got? one, Dan. What have you got there? I've got birdies that talk. Birdies that talk? What do they say? They're quite quiet birdies, aren't they? They're saying... It's like that, isn't it? I've got... Oh, there. Can you hear that? There you go. Wow. That looks fun. Okay, uh, let, me go, let me go here to... This is Evelyn. Say hi, Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn, are you going to tell us what you got for Christmas today? Skateboards. A skateboard. But you didn't bring that with you. Too big. Too big. What did you bring? A Paw Patrol dog. A Paw Patrol. Patrol dog. Excellent. What does it, does it do things or is it just... It becomes someone very special to you, is it? Yeah. Lovely. Brilliant, Evelyn. Thank you for showing us that. Dan, okay, what have we got one? here? No? <laughs> I think it looks like magnetic match rings. Wow, I have no idea what they are, but that looks fun and slightly scientific. That's your one. What's that? Have we your bag? No. no. How did the shopkin puzzle? A shopping puzzle. Shopkin. What? Shocking. Shopkin. Shopkin. Shopking. Shopking. Okay. How about nice. Bex? Do you want to show us your? You want to show us your bag, Bex? What is it? Is it? Uh, what does it look like? Is that? A, is it a teddy bear or a sheep? sheep? It's a sheep. And how how do you play with it? How do you use it? Does it open? Can you open it? Yeah. You open it, and then what happens then? It comes out on a page. Oh, lovely! And then, then you, put stuff. you can put stuff in it. Fantastic. You've done that. You put the cut. Oh, I think that could be Kingsley's car actually going in that bag. There you are, Kingsley. Have we seen Kingsley's cars? We no. Show us your cars, Kingsley. How do they work? How do they? How do you play with them? Okay. There's I, one on the floor there. Dad, I want to see what's more? inside this box. Ooh, Have you worked out what's in Ooh, there? Oh, that looks good. Nothing. I think. Oh, it's like a suitcase, is it? Whoa. Cool. Well, you, do you know what you're going to put in there? Any ideas? No. Would you like uh, Would you like an order of service to put in your bag? 
No. Oh, all right then. Hey, I've just thought. I would have thought that would be good. We've got the parachute, haven't we? Oh. We could play with that because I think we should use the gifts we're given and experience them and have fun well, with no, them. Yeah, no, just, so okay, no, I, I'm, I, no I, I, I don't think really you should do that. I mean, where are we? Look, this is church. Oh, Did you, you ever hear of anyone playing a parachute game in a church service? You might do after this morning. Well, no, I don't, possible, I don't think isn't so, it? really. Don't, do, do you Especially agree with me? we have a go. Oh, no, Who wants no, to play the parachute no, game? No, no. Oh, yeah, all right. okay, on, come then. on then, right. Well, can I join in as well? Yeah, or, go on then. Oh, oh. How do you play? Oh, I've got it? two balls here. That's convenient, isn't it? Oh, okay, how do we do it? Oops. So what happens? Right. Okay, let's have two teams. Bethany, I'll come with you. All right, I'm going to give you a number, okay? Are you going to play with it? Here? Give you a number. Remember you hold, your number. You hold it here. One, right, two, okay. one. Actually, put it on the ground a second. So okay, I can walk we on don't it. shake it yet. Then, two, one, oh. two, one. Two, one, two, we'll, one, we'll, 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 we'll be one, two. <laughs> two. I'll be with these two. Right? Who are you? I'm one. one. Okay, I'm so two. So we'll be two. Oh, you two. We'll, we'll be, be two. two. We'll we'll be two. Right, okay. right, okay. Right, ones, you've got to keep the yellow ball in the parachute and get the blue ball out of the parachute. Twos, you've got to keep the blue ball in and get the yellow ball out. Go. Oh. Oh, oh. right. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Which was our one? Is which going well? To get out? I don't know. I've forgotten which number it is. Which... Oh. <laughs> oh, right. I've, I've no idea who's winning. Oh. Well... That was good. Uh, that was good. Was it? it just shows that gifts aren't just to be um, looked at. They're not just to be open, but they are to be enjoyed. We can actually do things. Do you want to sit down now, girls? Because we're going to um, get the ball out of the way. That's it. Well done. Thank you. Because I want to just share for a few minutes some verses from the Bible uh, as we think about something that God has given us that's really worth celebrating at Christmas. So they're coming up on the screen. Or if you want to, you can read them on page 1170. There they are. It says this. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. They're words from the Bible, from the New Testament of the Bible in the book of Galatians. See, Christmas is all about how God has sent his son, isn't it? God sent his son. There it is on the screen. When the time had fully come, God sent his son to be born of a woman. That's what we've been celebrating. That's the whole story of Christmas is how God's son is born of a woman through the virgin birth and so on. And we celebrate that. So the Bible is telling us that God has done something. He sent his son. So we're not left in the dark. We're not just drifting around. But God has sent his son. He's come right to the place where we are. That's why it says there he's been born under the law. 
So Jesus was a Jewish man. He came into a particular culture. He became into a particular place. He came at a particular time. He came right into our world as it is, right where we are. And that's good news. Because the Jewish people, you see, they were religious people. They were trying to do the right thing to please God and love him. And in some ways, as you think about it, without Jesus, that's all we've got. We just try and do the right thing. Try and somehow make it on our own. Try and kind of please God and hope it all works out in the end okay. But the big Christmas gift is this. Our lives can be redeemed because God has sent his son with a purpose. See that? He sent his son to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption. God sent his son to enable us to be redeemed. And that's a word that means like that we're like slaves who can be set free. He's come to enable us to know God, to love God as our father. He's come to free us up to be in a place where we're not just trying to do our best and hoping it'll all turn out in the end somehow. See, that's the big Christmas gift. Our lives can be redeemed. They can be changed. They can be renewed. And all of that's been paid for by Jesus' life and his death for us. But we've seen this morning that we need to, once we know we've got a gift, once we've opened it, then we need to experience it too. Anyone had a gift experience? I'll just, afterwards, I'll sit. That's it. I'll talk afterwards. Okay. Anyone had a gift experience in one of these red envelopes, uh, you know, that comes? Uh, yeah, a few of us have. Mary, my wife, she got one. Uh, we, we were both 60 in 2016. And her colleagues gave her this, rare, this, this gift, and it was a pass to Portsmouth Dockyard. Shouldn't say that in Southampton, should I? But anyway, and we went to it, and, and it was for two people, and we can use it all year. And actually, Portsmouth Dockyard is fantastic. I didn't say this in Southampton, but it's fantastic. The Mary Rose is the most amazing uh, museum that you could possibly go to. If you find history boring, you should go to the Mary Rose Museum. It's even got in it the skeleton of the carpenter's dog that went down to the bottom of the sea in the 16th century. It's amazing. You can go now, okay? No commission. But what did we do to, to do it? We, it was in the envelope, but we had, to, we had to kind of cash it in. We had to go there. And we can go there all year. And we can keep going because there's so much to do and to see there. And it's like that with God's gift. We need to, as Dan said, to experience it, to enjoy it. But how do we experience that gift? Because it's much more important, as Dan says, than something in a red envelope. And this passage talks about this part of the bible talks about god not only sending his son see that it says god sent someone else as well did you see that god sent his son but it goes on to say god sends his spirit the spirit of his son he's got the the passage said god sends jesus to, to to be real in our experience as we trust him because we receive this gift of eternal life as we trust jesus As we start to live with him, as we believe in him, we become children of God. Like being born into a new life. This is the biggest gift of all, God in our lives. And all kinds of people see that. See that in Christians. Even though they may not want it for themselves. You can live really close by a gift. You can see that it's there. 
one of the things I, I do in my job as a pastor here is that um, I take people's funeral services and memorial services. I don't want to be downbeat here, but that's one of the things that happens. I remember a conversation I had a few years ago now with uh, the wife of someone who died, someone in our church who died. And uh, his wife is, is not yet a believer. And we were talking about his experience. And she said, she was talking about him and his life. And she said, the thing is, he, he, she used this phrase, when he got God. When he got God. And she could see that her husband had, had got God. That something, someone had become part of his life. And she didn't really want that at that time. Maybe she still doesn't, I don't know. And that's what this is talking about. That God sent his son and he sends his spirit so that we can know him. That's the gift we're offered, experiencing life with God in our lives. So we don't just want to know about it. We don't want to just see it's a good gift. We want to experience it for ourselves. One last thing before I stop. There's something very quite interesting in this little passage. There's lots in this passage, but I'm skimming it really. But did you notice what it says there towards the end? Because you are his sons, says the writer, the Apostle Paul. I could point there, not there. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. He doesn't say your hearts. He says our hearts. And the background to this letter he was writing was that they, they, the, the church community he was writing to had kind of fallen out with him a bit over some, some stuff. And he's wanting to win them back. And he's stressing that this experience of knowing God is something that is best shared together. Together. God sent the Spirit into our hearts. It's a community thing. There are gifts that are meant to be enjoyed with other people, aren't there? Like the parachute game. Couldn't really have much fun with a parachute game unless there was a whole bunch of us playing that game together. And you know, the Christian life is like that. We can live perfectly fine without a community of other believers around us. But it is meant to be a together experience. Now, I don't want to get at, at people here because it's great. I know lots of you have come and you can't just, you're in the area or you come on Christmas. Day. That's fantastic and, and keep coming and that's wonderful. Every Christmas day, you're welcome or Easter or whenever. I want to say it very gently, but, but you know, it's not just about once. There is an experience of knowing God's spirit in community that is worth having. So can I encourage all of us who have got any spark of God's love in our hearts to find a community of people who share that, whether it's this one, that doesn't matter, or another one in Southampton, or where you're from, why not kind of pursue it with others? Some of us can get really hurt by church, and I'm really sorry and sad that that's true. In the uh, autumn, in October, I met a man in the park in Southampton, in down by St. Mary's, and we were talking and we were talking about um, Jesus and about what it is to follow him. And he said, you know, he said, I believed all that stuff. He said, I absolutely believed it for myself. And he said, and then when I came to this country, he came from the Caribbean. In the 1950s, he said, the first church I went to, because I wanted to go to church, they told me I wasn't welcome because I was black. And I said to him, Eric, I'm so sorry. 
That's awful. And it was awful and it did happen. And maybe those kind of things don't quite happen, but sometimes they do today. Well, there are other ways we can be hurt or upset or confused. But I just want to say this. The gift and the giver is so much greater and so much better than what may have gone wrong, whatever it is. So I encourage you to think about coming back. That kind of brings us to the end of this bit. I, in one sense, it's been a bit light today, hasn't it? You know, we're no, normally on a Sunday service, you have a, a half an hour message and lots of uh, singing and worship and stuff. And we don't usually play parachute games in church on Sunday, although we can do, there's no rule against it. But when you think about it, there's a powerful truth here. God sent his son so we could be free from the slavery of trying to make it as best we can and hoping for the best. That's powerful, isn't it? More than that, God sends the spirit of Jesus into our hearts. So according to this passage, we can know that we are deeply loved by God, that we are adopted by God into his family. Loving the father that we so desperately need, being loved by the father who we so desperately need. Now, I think that's a big truth in our experience. And although we've been a bit lightweight today, that's something, you know, if you've been a Christian for donkey's years, go home and just chew on that truth. That God has given all that we need so that we can experience his love as adopted children. Something to feed on (laughs) along with the turkey as you go through the day. Next Sunday, we'll be having a, a more informal service called a cafe church, and, and we'll be kind of pursuing this idea of how it is that uh, we have this gift that goes on giving. But that's next Sunday. Uh, over to you, Dan. Thanks.